everyone. Welcome to Voice Memos. My name is Megan. I usually don't introduce myself at the beginning like most podcasts. Like I don't say my name. Um, I don't know why. But thank you for being here and hanging out. As you can tell from the title, today's episode is going to be a little birthday special. My birthday is on Wednesday, March 9th. If you want to wish me a happy birthday, Um, In honor of that, I was inspired by Peyton Sarton's podcast. She did a very similar idea on her 28th birthday episode, and she just talked about um, 28 lessons that she learned. I loved the episode. I loved everything she had to say, so I wanted to do something similar to reflect on my own life, but, you know, not copy her format exactly, so that's why I wanted to throw in my goals. I really do love her podcast though. I highly recommend it. It's called Note to Self and she's on the same uh, streaming platforms as me. So before we get into the episode, which we're going to do very quickly, I just wanted to say if you could rate my podcast on Spotify or Apple or leave a little review, even if it's just a couple words or like an emoji about how it makes you feel I would appreciate it so, so much. There's just a couple ratings on Apple right now, and I know you guys are listening, so if you're enjoying it, um, I would really appreciate it so much. And also, like, share to your story, tag me when you're listening. I want to know, and we can talk about all the tea, and I don't know. I just love discussing with you guys and, like, hearing what people have to say about what I have to say, so I genuinely want to know. And also, if you hate it, like, I want to know as well, so don't be afraid to leave a bad review. (laughs) But with that, I am going to save my life updates for the next episode so I can tell you all about my birthday and just also because I don't really have that much to tell you right now about my life and I want to get right into the lessons that I've learned. So let's do it. I have my little journal right in front of me where I wrote everything down. The sun is coming in the windows right now. I'm really happy. Okay. First thing, I realized that I'll never be happy 24-7 and I'll never feel calm all the time. There's always highs and lows and that's just part of life and like chasing a constant state of happiness is completely unattainable and that's what I used to kind of live for, right? And I think if you ask a lot of people, what do you want in life? They'll say, I just want to be happy and you have to realize like you're never going to be fully happy and that has made me happier this year. It kind of takes the pressure off and it helps you find the value in when you don't feel so good because you know that without the lows you wouldn't be able to experience or appreciate the highs. Next, being kind to myself is all that I have. So, by the way, I'm just reading you what I wrote, and I haven't even actually read these over since I wrote them. I just sat down one day a couple weeks ago. I told you guys when I was recording an episode, I was like, oh my god, I just had an idea for my birthday podcast, and um, I was freaking out because time was going by so fast, and now my birthday week is here. Can't wait to celebrate all week. Yes, I'm one of those people. I am a Leo moon, okay? Anyway... Um, now that I'm reading these back, I'm like, what did I mean exactly by that? I'm not really sure, but I'll expand on what it feels like and means to me now to read that. Being kind to myself is all I have, I think is like me saying there's no point in 
belittling myself or, you know, saying mean things to myself and getting down on myself because the only person that's hurting is me. And the power of affirmations is insane and the power of positive self-talk is really just been very monumental in my life which I also have just realized is because uh, words of affirmation is one of my love languages, one of my main ones. So because words of affirmation is one of my love languages, that means that, you know, people's words really affect me. I think that's also why I really like quotes and podcasts. But anyway, that includes my own words and my own self-dialogue in my head, right? So I found that the way that I talk to myself, whether it's good or bad, it basically decides where my day is going. And you might not even realize that it's the same for you. Um, But I think a lot of us, and you might not even realize that it's the same for you. But I think a lot of us with an inner dialogue and or inner monologue and um, also anxiety and ADHD, we constantly have things running through our head that might not be very nice. And I realize like my mind is so much quieter now than a year ago by just doing meditation and learning to be more present and learning to ignore my thoughts that are going 24-7. But yeah, there really is something in trying to minimize negative self-talk. And my friends lately have been really helpful about it. They'll literally be like, don't say that to yourself. Like, why do you do that? And I've never had friends before who would call me out on it. They would just also make the same self-deprecating comments So it really is nice to be around, um, you know, confident people who are like, hey, don't say that to yourself. Number three, okay, (laughs) we're getting emotional. Hold on close to your parents. This one is pretty self-explanatory and you can also say that for really anyone in your family or just people you care about in general. Make sure you cherish them and your time with them and tell them you love them. And tell them all the things that you would want to. I don't know. I'm sorry to get dark here. I'm just reading the list. And this is number three. I feel like I say it in every episode. And I'm not trying to be, um, you know, attention seeking. But just to give you guys context, if you don't know, I lost my dad to cancer last um, November. So that's why I'm saying hold on to your parents. I was very lucky to have a good relationship with my parents and I understand that and I know that not everybody has that so this really can apply to anyone but life is precious I think that's what I want to say and you know yeah we'll, we'll leave it at that next a big lesson that I learned last year any job is not worth your mental health and If you really hate a job, if it's really not meant for you, the universe is going to find some way to get you out of that job. (laughs) And it's literally no money is worth feeling like shit because even if you have money to spend, like you, you don't want to because you hate your life, you're drained after work, you don't have time, all of these things. So... I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I'm meant to do with my career and everything. If you listen to my recent episode about 
you know, my journey on like trying to become a full-time influencer and now kind of straying away from that, I still, I still really don't know at all. But what I do know is that I'm not going to do any job that I hate if I can help it, right? So I don't know, just knowing that I don't need to stress myself out to get a certain job because it's not, it's not worth that. It's more worth it to me to be like mentally sane than make money. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. The next thing I wrote, (laughs) I'm sorry, there are a lot of giggles. This episode, I'm just in a silly, goofy mood, but the next thing I wrote sounds very ominous, says time is always ticking, (laughs) but it's true. Like time is always moving. And I think as a chronic procrastinator, it can really give me anxiety to think about that. Um, but I, I used to really frame my anxiety as like, oh, I don't have enough time to do this. Like I don't, oh my God, this fucking noise outside. I'm sorry. Anyways, I used to feel like I never had enough time to do anything. And I feel like that is what would make me avoid everything. Like when I get that anxious, I just can't do anything. And like, can't even function or at least that's how I used to be and there was a quote that I heard last year about procrastination that really clicked in my brain and changed something for me and I just found it so I'm gonna read it for you guys it comes from the philosopher Seneca and he said procrastinating is the biggest waste of life it snatches away each day as it comes and denies us the present by promising us the future and that's the part that really got to me denying the present to promise the future like that is not a way to live the future is not promised and our greatest moments will always be when we live in the present moment um and procrastination is just it's just a waste of time because it's doing exactly that it makes us think, oh, I can do that tomorrow, so I don't need to I don't need to worry about anything today. I don't need to be grateful for today. I don't need to act like today could be one of the last days of my life. I don't know. I feel like this is getting so dark, but <sighs> just how it is, I guess. The next lesson I wrote down is basically nothing worth having comes easy. Whether that's a job, a relationship, literally anything that you want in life you have to work for it you have to put in the effort and basically anything like that is not going to magically come into your life I don't know why I ever thought that was the case but I think like the manifestation trend kind of got to me for a second in that way (laughs) but that was definitely a big lesson for me last year I also kind of knew that about relationships already and like friendships, but it was kind of reiterated in my life that meaningful relationships and really anything meaningful takes work. But the work is definitely worth putting in because you get these amazing outcomes that you wouldn't have otherwise ever really found. The next thing I wrote was pressure is not the answer. How do I explain this? I meant this in a way that like when I try to structure my day and my life and like have so much control over the outcome, it makes things go 
way less smoothly than if I just was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to let the universe decide how today goes and I'm going to let the universe decide how my life goes. Obviously, you still have to, you know, take action, but releasing the, you know, the pressure and the goals and, of course, well, I'm going to go talk about goals, but I mean, the specific outcomes, like, Letting go of that is way more beneficial to me than putting so much pressure on myself to make a certain thing happen or whatever it is, you know, or to like do a certain thing at a certain time, whatever it might be. I work best when I'm just listening to my intuition and I'm more efficient when I follow my intuition. I procrastinate less. It's honestly crazy. Like, I feel like I'm not explaining this very well. But for a specific example, if I try to structure my day and say, okay, at 8 a.m. I'm going to do my yoga, 9 a.m. I'm going to make breakfast and start my work, 12 p.m. go, you know, run an errand, come back, finish work, do my laundry, 5 p.m. make dinner, 7 p.m. hang out with friends. Like I literally can't do that. I cannot time block my day. I will sit and do nothing because It sounds so overwhelming to have to squeeze in everything in a certain time period. And I've now realized that applying that to my life in general, I shouldn't be putting pressure on myself to really do anything at a certain time or in a certain way to achieve a certain outcome. Letting go and just seeing what happens and being open to it and flowing with life naturally and intuitively. And when I say that, I mean like literally sitting here and being like, okay, I know I need to do this and this and this, but what should I really do first? And just like go inward and figure out what I'm drawn to first. And that usually leads me to the next thing and whatever. And I found that structuring or not really structuring my day like that and just flowing makes for a way less anxious me and way more efficient me, way more productive, just better overall. Okay, the next thing I wrote was, we don't have to know everything, and we never will. (laughs) And this kind of goes into what I just said, but like, I think we always expect to know what's next for us, right? Like, we go through school our whole life, and we're like, okay, I have sixth grade next year, I have seventh grade, I have eighth grade, I have high school, I have college, and then when you get out of college, you're like, oh, fuck, what's next? And you realize nobody in this entire world knows what's next. And that is okay. We are not supposed to know what our life has mapped out for us because that would take the fun out of it, right? It's like, it's such a healing idea for me to know that we aren't supposed to know. You don't have to stress your entire life trying to figure out, you know, like and gets one step ahead and be like, oh, well, I knew this was coming. I don't know. It's never going to happen. Life is unpredictable. And the best thing we can do is just accept that. Okay, this next one is a big one that I haven't really talked about. I feel like on the podcast or even on my TikTok or anything as much, but I wrote, I can change deep-rooted, quote, personality traits, unquote. Like things that I literally thought were part of my personality, I can change about myself because it really comes down to our beliefs and our story and what 
we're telling ourselves every single day. I used to really believe that I was lazy and unmotivated and that I could never finish my to-do list in a day and I could never, you know, do more than like five tasks in a day. I used to have really, really crippling ADHD, I would say, or at least I would, I had very limiting and negative beliefs about it. And I just like, didn't even understand that so much of that behavior was literally only coming from my thoughts. As I learned to, like I said earlier, you know, quiet my thoughts and reframe them into something positive, I've realized how big of a difference that's made in my life and how much it it used to affect how I used to act, you know? Like it wasn't until I stopped that I realized, oh my God, this has such a crazy effect on me. It definitely takes a lot of time and a lot of work. And of course, you also have to put the beliefs into practice so you can actually prove to yourself that you're capable and make those changes. But it definitely is possible to evolve I guess from the person that you have always thought you were you don't have to be them anymore that's that's just the story you're telling yourself of course there are certain things that we can't change but I don't know I used to think that my work ethic and like productivity was one of them and now it's something I've completely adjusted so there really is room for growth in so many ways The next thing I wrote is that comparing myself is useless. This is a big one for me because I've only become, you know, like confident in myself and who I am in the past couple years. And so I've spent an entire life prior to that comparing myself to girls who I thought looked better than me, were cooler than me dressed better than me, smarter, literally anything, more successful, anything. And something really valuable that I learned this past year is that even if I were to have someone else's life with everything that I think I want, the looks, the money, the career, whatever it might be, you're you're not going to be any happier because that is their life. It's not yours. Copy and pasting someone's life onto yours wouldn't naturally like fix all your problems. I know that money is like more nuanced and in the situation, you know, and money would fix a lot of problems. And I understand that. And that's not really what I'm talking about. More so in the way of like, she has what I want in general. And if I had that, I would be happy. No, 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 you won't. I also guarantee she's probably not happy and she's probably looking at other people the same way that you're looking at her with envy, right? And at the end of the day, it's just draining to have this sort of outlook on life. And it feels so much better to go inward and be like, okay, I have so much to be grateful for. I really wouldn't want to change my life to adopt theirs. Like I do love what I have. Another way to look at it is that if you were to get all these things from someone else's life, like pretend that you couldn't have anything from your life at all ever again. Nobody in your family, none of your friends, none of your things, nothing because you have this new life now. I'm sure there are things that you would not want to give up about your life, whether it be one tiny thing like 
the color of your hair or, you know, your mom, hopefully, or something like that, or a purse that you have, you probably wouldn't want to give up your entire life for someone else's. So it really is a waste of time to compare yourself and, you know, think that, oh, if I had this, if I had that, I would be happier. Like, the grass is always greener on the other side, and you will be the most happiest and fulfilled when you learn to be grateful with what you have right now. The last lesson that I have from last year is that I will never have this version of myself again. And to embrace that and really value the present moment as much as I possibly can. For example, just sitting in my apartment right now, there are things that I don't love about this apartment that I would like to change that I can't wait to like have in my new apartment one day. But you know, there was a point where I was living with my family in Tucson and I was just dreaming of having my own space. And I remember how excited I was when I first moved in here to have my own little space with cute lighting that I could decorate by myself and that sparked joy and inspiration. And now it's like, oh, I can't, I can't find that same gratitude just because like I want something else. But I will never have this time back. I'll never have this apartment back. And there's so much value in learning to appreciate that and enjoy it and not, you know, take it too far on the other side where you're like, okay, I can't even enjoy this because it's slipping through my fingers and I'm already nostalgic for something that is happening right now. Because I do understand that and I used to kind of feel that anxiety of like, oh, I'm losing this, I'm losing this, I'm losing this as I'm living it. But the reality is that that's always happening and, but there's always going to be more and it's always going to be, you know, life keeps moving. There will always be a new present moment and something better. And so just focusing on what I have right now and being grateful for it is the only way to really live. You don't have to worry about, you know, what will be gone one day if you just truly sit there and appreciate it. Because you'll look back and be like, oh, I really did appreciate that and make the most of it. Like, there are things I want to do living in downtown Phoenix while I live here. So I don't look back and be like, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I did that. Because I do have those kind of regrets from college. Just in a way of, like, exploring campus more on my own. I wish I left the house more on days when I didn't feel like it. And I wish I kind of just, like, did that individual like alone time exploration around campus instead of literally sitting in my room I don't know that's something that I regret from college and I don't want to have that same regret now like oh I sat in my apartment that whole time instead of going to explore where I live and so having this mindset of I'll never have this version of me back let me enjoy it now it kind of encompasses everything in once. Like it acknowledges the nostalgia right now and it also emphasizes enjoying what I have. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else. But yeah, that was the last lesson that I had written down. So now we can move on to my goals. I felt like it was a cop-out to make any of my goals or more than one of them be like, drink more water, go on walks, do yoga. So... (laughs) I just made my first goal like general wellness. I want to do continue doing all of those things that make me feel good. Oh, I want to read more. Um, Like I said, daily walks, doing yoga again because I felt so good 
when I was being consistent with yoga. And I feel like in the winter, I just find it way harder to keep up with. I'm trying to get back into that. I also want to continue cooking at home and eating well and just, you know, taking care of my body in general. That's something that's really important to me this year. And I've done a pretty good job compared to the rest of my life in the past. I'm really on the right track, I think. So, yeah, I just want to continue that momentum. Um, But heavy on the drinking water because I have been like a chronically dehydrated person throughout my life. And that's not a good thing. It's actually awful. And I literally live in the desert now, which makes it even worse. So... I really, really want to focus on staying hydrated because it's so important for so many things. Like 75% of our fucking body is made of water and I'm like, no, you can't have enough. Like, what's wrong with me? I need a big water bottle. I need to figure that out. And hopefully I do. Next, I wrote, be more compassionate with myself and others. I, I definitely try to live most of my life with compassion and empathy I'm a naturally empathetic person I would say just as a Pisces I literally feel everything but that doesn't mean you know I can be the biggest person about it and like the most mature about the situation if that makes sense I do still have my faults sometimes and I don't like for example in my last episode about friendships I told you guys I really don't care what my ex-best friend went through to make her the way she is like that doesn't excuse her behavior toward me and you know at the end of the day I could be more compassionate to that situation and I think one day I will I honestly just hold grudges forever and I still kind of resent everything about our friendship but like I'm trying to learn to you know like I said be the bigger person and be mature and really understand that we're all people at the end of the day. But I'm not there yet. I, I really am not. <laughs> I'm still kind of petty. And I'm just being honest with you guys because that's what I do on this podcast. So I do I do want that for myself. I want to be the loving, compassionate peacemaker. But it's definitely going to take a little bit of work on my end to get there. The next thing that I wrote, and I'm excited to talk more about this right now, is decorate my space in a way that makes me feel comforted and inspired. So I do love my apartment and the way it's set up and the decor and everything. But since I've been moved in, I felt as if like it's wrong and like not wrong, but like it doesn't feel exactly how I want it to and it doesn't look exactly how I want it to. But forever, I literally couldn't figure out what that was like. I didn't know what would be perfect for me and like what my favorite interior style is and all that stuff. But I feel like I'm finally figuring it out after spending so much time on Pinterest and after living in this apartment for an entire year. I just renewed my lease for another year and the fact that I've been here that long and I'm just finally getting settled in with my decor, it's... It's annoying of me. Like, I don't know why I'm so indecisive in that way. And I don't know. I think I was trying to, like, copy other people's apartments for a long time. Because you know how, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like apartment decor 
became so big over quarantine for people to post about. And it turned into a lot of bloggers having the same like candles and coffee tables and couches and rugs and chairs and beds and everything. And I was really trying to figure out what I really liked out of all those things versus what I liked just because I was seeing it so many times. So that also kind of like halted my decorating as well because I didn't even know what I liked and it took me a long while to get to this point. But I feel like I finally have a vision for the colors and the whole aesthetic and just like what I want for my apartment and I'm really happy. And yesterday I was like, this is basically when I figured out like the last couple days and I went on Facebook Marketplace yesterday. I was like, I'm just going to go on and see what I can find. You know, I had a little urge and I like to follow those urges. Like my intuition when it comes to shopping, especially like thrifting or Facebook Marketplace. Anyway, because I was sitting in my um, living room yesterday and I realized what doesn't quite fit the vibe of what I have going on or what I want to have going on is my little acrylic coffee table. I really love it. It's adorable. And it's done an amazing job in the past year. But it doesn't quite tie in with everything else that I have going on. So I realized I really need like a wooden coffee table. Um, like a light brown wood. I feel like that would look the cutest with my rug and my black wood table. And my like beige couch. So I just went on Facebook Marketplace and I literally, within like five minutes, found a cute coffee table for $30. It's a little wider than the one I have now, which is perfect. So I can fit more stuff on it basically. And it has a bottom shelf as well. So I can also like decorate that shelf and have a little more space to put my cute little knickknacks that I don't know where to put, like my decor (laughs) knickknacks. Long story short... I'm very happy with the coffee table that I found. I'm going to pick it up today and I will post it soon. It's going to look adorable and I'm going to repurpose this this acrylic one that I have now somewhere else in my apartment. So you'll see. But I'm excited about these revelations I'm having. And honestly, like my living space is just so important to my literal like attitude. Like even the way things look around me, it just kind of dictates how I feel. And I don't know why that is. But I just know how important it is for me to really enjoy and be proud of and like be inspired by where I live. And since I've been in here for so long and like have gotten used to it, that's why I'm like, okay, I need to perfect the decor and really make this a home that I love coming to every day and that I love sharing because I also was planning on sharing more of my apartment and like decorating and everything and I kind of stopped for a while for this reason because I was like if I don't know what I'm doing why would people want to see that (laughs) but now I'm kind of at the point where I'm like okay I got it going on we got it figured out so I can't wait to show you guys the next goal that I wrote down is Let go of things that aren't serving me before they get forced out of my life. (laughs) And how to explain this without giving you too much tea about my personal life. I feel like I just hold on to 
well, this happened with both of my last jobs. So I can tell you guys, like both my last jobs have just not been ideal. And let's just say I didn't, I didn't choose to leave either of them. I'm not going to tell you exactly what I will one day. But basically because I'm not fucking like strong-willed enough to remove myself from these situations, the universe has to do it for me. And I think the same thing goes with friends. I think it's why like when I am having issues with friends, there's just one big huge event that finally ends it. And I'm like, oh, thank God I was waiting for that. But like I really should have just done it myself a long time ago. Yeah. I really want to be able to do that and know when something isn't working for it or for me anymore and take that initiative to change it or remove it or step away from it so that the universe doesn't have to intervene and make it all fucking dramatic and literally force it out of my life. (laughs) It's funny, I was just talking about how I wish I did this more in college, but the next goal I wrote down is just explore more in general. I want to go on more trips. I want to go on more walks. Just in general, go to more new restaurants, new things. Explore. Explore life. Try new things. Not get used to the same old, same old and be like, oh, I'm bored. Like, I live in one of the biggest cities in the U.S. There's so much to do here. And I really have no excuse to not go explore it. I also live within driving distance of California, of Vegas, of Colorado, that's a long drive, but it still is doable. Um, and I just want to, you know, do more. Like, instead of sitting around, you know, bored as shit, doing nothing, I might as well go experience something new and have that, I don't know. It's just exploring. That's what I'm being called to do. <laughs> the next goal I have is nurture the relationships that I do love so much. And this is really important to me because I don't always find myself talking to my friends as much as I would like to and like reaching out and in my relationship with my boyfriend, like I've, you know, I feel like I could always do a little more and stuff like that. And I just want to really pour in that energy this year that I've always felt like, oh, I could, I could do more. I want to give that because The people that I do love in my life, I love them so much and I want them to know that. And it also just feels really, really good to kind of share that love with people and make them feel good and make them feel valued and remind them why they're important to you. Um, And of course, I, you know, I appreciate when people do that for me. So I'm like, why would I not do that for them? So that's just an important goal for me this year to really prioritize again, you know, the relationships that are important to me and let them know that because it's such an important part of all of our lives. Social interaction and love and family is literally like the glue that keeps us together. And yeah, just I want it higher on my priority list for sure. The next one is pretty vague, but I said I want to continue to find gratitude in every situation. It really has been such a powerful thing for me to look at the best of in what I have no matter what. Even when going through something as hard as losing a parent, I was still able to look for, you know, the good in it. And I know that's what my dad would want me to do too. Like, you guys, he was the most amazing 
selfless, humble man in the entire world. And to even emulate a fraction of that, you know, of my dad's humility, that's what I want for myself. So I just, I want to continue to be super grounded and grateful and find joy in every situation because we really are so blessed at the end of the day. We all go through hard things, but there's so much to smile for and, you know, that we take for granted. Like even having heat or having a car or running water or food, like our basic necessities, at least you have that at the end of the day. Even if you are, you know, um, going through, like you have no friends and maybe, you know, you're failing school If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have access to food and water and shelter. And I know it does seem like, well, you know, that's all I fucking have. Like, that sucks. But when you really, really learn to reframe it as, wow, I have, at least I don't have to worry about this. Like, I don't know. There's just always, always, always something to be grateful for. And I want to continue to practice that and help teach others that in my life as well. This kind of goes back to nurturing my relationships, but this is just something that my mom and I did set as a goal, so I thought I would mention it. We just want to be able to FaceTime or call each other, even for a couple minutes every day. And we haven't done it yet, but I think I'm going to start doing it every day now because I have no reason not to call my mom for even just a minute and say hi. I love my mom so much too. She's an angel on earth and... I can't wait till the day that we live close together again, but I think a lot of people, you know, maybe feel like, oh, I don't, I don't call my mom enough. I don't call my dad enough. I don't call my grandparents enough, whatever it might be. If you just try and do it for even one minute every day, just to say, hi, I miss you. I love you. You know, you can catch up with them when you guys have more time, but that's been a goal of mine. And yeah, I hope that helps me and my mom get closer. I'm sure it will even though she's already like my favorite person in the entire world. The next thing that I wrote is be more disciplined with myself. And this goes across a lot of different categories in my life. Um, As I said in the beginning of my goals, like I want to take care of my wellness more in general. So, you know, this includes doing yoga and exercising and drinking water. I don't really have to discipline myself to eat healthy I generally do eat pretty healthy, maybe like to eat less sugar, (laughs) but I don't love to restrict my diet. Like it just doesn't work for me and I end up binging. I think one day I'll talk more about um, my relationship with food on the podcast, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really try to discipline what I eat. So that's not really what I'm talking about, but in general exercising, yeah, I do need to discipline myself to do that not for the looks, but for how it makes me feel and for the energy. And because I find it easier to discipline myself in yoga than in other things. But then if I do it, I'm like, okay, I got myself to do that. I can get myself to do that too. You know what I mean? So I also want to be more disciplined with kind of like my morning routine, I guess. And well, I don't know, I guess I do it every day. But um, more so like my work morning routine, like responding to emails and, uh, you know, like creating a calendar and to-do list every day again. 
I gave up writing one down with pen and paper for a while. I've been using just a to-do list in my phone for like, I don't know, maybe like six months now. And I think it's time to go back to the written to-do list. I think it helps me be more focused and like set my intentions for what I really need to do for the day. And it also helps me hold myself accountable and again, be more disciplined. So just in general, I really am looking to continue that. I definitely am more disciplined than I was like a year ago. So I'm proud of myself and how far I've come with that. And I just, I want to continue because it feels really good to be able to trust yourself and know that you're going to get things done that you promised to yourself. And I want to, you know, continue that and keep building my confidence and trust in myself in that way. The next thing I wrote was to make wiser spending choices. <laughs> oh God, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you can relate. I wouldn't say I'm the worst spender in the world. I would probably rate myself a 5 or 6 out of 10. And I only say that because I've seen videos of girls being like, I spent this many thousands of dollars this month on like makeup and clothes. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know, at least I didn't do that. But I definitely could be more disciplined again with the way that I, you know, go out to eat or just in general, like, because I want to invest my money and I want to be smart with it. And so I guess it's not really about spending necessarily that I need to focus on, but just making more financially responsible decisions in general, you know, doing the adult shit with money that none of us want to do but we have to do and putting it aside for investments and fucking retirement and all that stuff <laughs> it's something that I know needs to be more of a part of my reality this year and that's okay like I'm ready for that and honestly I'm still I'm 24 like I I have time I'm still so young and I'm glad I'm realizing this now I mean some people don't start saving for retirement until their 30s or like 40s I don't know like I'm still I'm not gonna fuck myself over I have time to redeem myself and get it together so that is a huge thing for me um this year but the thing is I have like literally no idea about any of that stuff like most of us do <laughs> so I'll take you along that journey with me. Um, I might, you know, get an accountant. I mean, my mom has one and like he does my taxes right now and stuff. Thank God, because you guys, I, I can't do that. But um, <laughs> I don't know if I get my own or not accountant. Well, I guess they do do the taxes, but they also have a financial advisor that I can talk to. So I might, you know, set up a meeting with him and <laughs> I'll let you guys know how that goes. But yeah, the financial responsibility is definitely an important part of this upcoming year and life in general. The next goal that I wrote down was to create content for myself that I love and not for the external validation. And now that I say this, I realized I skipped over one of my lessons. If you guys are counting, not that you would, but <laughs> if you were like, accidentally counting you might have been like wait she only said 11 lessons and I just realized that um but this leads into what I wanted to talk about so we'll go through both the lesson that I wrote down 
is that external validation will never heal me. And I guess I can just bring that into like the content creation now because that's kind of what I meant about it, like external validation from like social media. Because I think I used to kind of base my value so much on that, about like on my engagement and on my followers and all of those things and be like, oh, if I finally reach, you know, whatever goal, then that means I'll be worthy. But right now I'm not, you know? And obviously that is not a good way to look at things. That is not a healthy or positive or self-love promoting mindset. (laughs) And yeah, I just have realized like giving people outside of you the power to dictate your feelings is really not a way to live. And it's not a sustainable way to feel good either. Eventually it's going to die out or it won't feel the same. And the only way that you can truly make yourself feel good is from the inside. So that was a big lesson for me in the past year in terms of like finding love for myself and realizing that I can't base my value in other people's, you know, perceptions and judgments of me because that that is not a good no. Like I need to, you know, really only consider my own values and judgments of myself to decide whether I'm a good person or whether I'm worthy or whether I'm valuable, whatever it may be. So when I say I want to create content for myself, that means not create it only with the outcome of, you know, oh, I want this to blow up. I want to get followers. Like I don't want the intention behind anything that I post to be for attention or validation. So I just want it to be for me and for something for me to look back on and enjoy and feel good and be happy that I documented. So the last thing that I wrote for my goals is to follow my intuition more often. I do a pretty good job of listening to my gut when it comes to like making a big deliberate decision where I have to really sit and think and I'm like, okay, I know what my gut is telling me, but I mean in terms of like my everyday life, kind of like how I was talking about before with like, oh, you know, how should I complete my to-do list? How should I do this? I want to let my intuition naturally guide me through these things more because it only makes sense that that would lead me to what's best for me. Like I know deep down what I'm supposed to be doing and it only gets clouded when we're like constantly listening to other people's opinions and on social media consuming their thoughts basically and listening to our friends and significant others and parents and teachers and everyone we really can only tune into our own guidance when you can like meditate and quiet everything else out and basically shut it out and so obviously it can be very hard to do that And I kind of want to focus on finding that stillness within myself and, you know, finding that internal guidance so that I can really just live my best life. That is it for all of my goals and lessons this past year. I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out today. I'm recording this pretty much live, like, well, not live, but I'm recording it Monday morning. Um, One of my friends was in town, one of my besties from college was in town this past weekend we didn't even get a chance to record an episode but we will be doing that in the future so in this near future so stay tuned but um i didn't have time to record by myself obviously since she was here 
so that's why it's going up a little late. But I really do appreciate all your support regardless. I I love sitting here and chatting with you guys and, you know, sharing my life in hopes that maybe it inspires you or gives you one little like epiphany light bulb moment in your brain. So let me know if it did. I always want to hear your thoughts, like I said. And other than that, I will catch you next week. Bye.